Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. We have a virtual smorgasbord of stuff today on the Christian Car Guy Show. First off, it is the Jesus Labor of Love weekend, so a little later I'll be sharing some amazing stories of how God has come through for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. This occurred through the love of car repair folks all over the country last month, and we're going to give you an update on that. Next up, I need your help this morning for our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for understanding. In order to fully illustrate the truth I believe God wants me to share this morning, I need your help. I would love to have you call and share a time when you saw God. 866-348-7884. That's right, a time when you saw God. 866-348-7884. Seven eight eight four. I do know <laughs> this is vastly different for everyone in ways that that folks see them as in in all sorts. Of, so I'm going to illustrate this with a couple stories. Wednesday morning, I went down to uh, Dr. Michael Brown. He's a wonderful. He does the Line of Fire here on the Truth Network. It's a wonderful show, and I went down to their studios to meet with some people, and they were giving me the tour. And I met a young man and. You know, it was one of those things where we, we got left alone for a moment. I just, his name was Dylan. And I said, Dylan, where are you from? He said, I'm from Louisiana. And I said, you are? How long have you lived here? And he said, oh, just six months or something. I said, wow, you must have been there during the hurricanes. He goes, oh, yeah, we live about 30 miles north of New Orleans. I said, what was that like? He goes, oh, let me tell you. And I said, well, tell me. how. What was it like? He said, let me tell you. <laughs> I said, okay, all right, I'm excited. You tell me. He said, well, we hadn't been married terribly long. We had a four-year-old daughter, and we had a brand-new baby that was three weeks old. It was in the crib, and my other daughter was in bed. It was in the evening, and we had power throughout the whole storm. So the storm was raging, but my wife and I were in the living room watching a movie. And for whatever reason, the three-year-old, I mean, excuse me, the four-year-old went into the crib of the three-week-old and somehow or another climbed in there, even though she'd never done that before, and got the baby out and then carried the baby into the living room where they were watching a movie. And, of course, the parents are like, what have you done? <laughs> you, know, you know, chastising the little child because, you know, you don't get your sister out of the crib. Don't you know somebody could be hurt? And you, and you hear this da-da-da. And then all of a sudden there was this horrendous crash of an oak tree that went through the back of their house. And when they ran into where they saw that, you know, they heard the noise, the tree had crashed through the nursery and a branch right through the crib and nails and board. And if you could have seen the look in Dylan's eye as he was telling me this story, it was clear that he had seen God. It was clear that God had intervened in his family through a four-year-old and saved his house. And he had this look in his eye. And I said, Dylan, have you written that story down? 
that is one amazing. I mean, do you know what that would be worth for your four-year-old? We had that discussion. Well, interestingly, as God is teaching me stuff on Wednesday, a little bit later, I was in a meeting with my men's group. And we were talking about, you know, some of the best things that ever happened in your life. And my friend Vinny Menino told a story of what was the worst day of his life, but was also the best day of his life because he was burying his wife. And he said, Robbie, I really did not know that my wife was dead. I hadn't really accepted it until they pushed the casket into the back of the hearse and the hearse began to drive away from the funeral home and I just fell on my face. And when I looked up, I saw Jesus. For real. I saw Jesus. He had his hands out to me. And for the first time in my life, I realized that Jesus was real. Now, in Vinny's case, he saw God. I mean, he saw God. And in the case of Dylan, he saw God too. So I don't know how you saw God. It's an amazing thing, but I would love for you to call and share that story today. There is a method to my madness, 866-348-7884. When did you see God and in what way? 866 348-7884. And of course, we're going to use that in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, and I'm going to explain all that, what that has to do with Isaiah 66 and a lot of stuff as we get into that. But also on today's show, because we, as I said, it's a smorgasbord. We got vacation time coming up, 2014. So we need to be thinking, how can we be good stewards? How can we save money on gas on these vacations? How can we save money on insurance? Or what are some ways that we can protect our family so we've got our very own Christian insurance guy, Bill Mixon, with us today. We got a lot of ideas, don't we, Bill? It is summertime, time to travel, and time to leave our home unattended. We have some summer insurance tips. Call us if you have some tips of your own to add to our list. 866-348-7884. I really need to hear those stories about when you saw God, you would be amazed at how you will encourage others. Some of the stories we heard last week, I heard from people all over how it increased their faith to see how God came through. So you, if you're getting nudged right now by God to call us, call us, 866-348-7884. Of course, at the bottom of the hour, we got an update from On Track with Andy, his Pray for Your Pastor tour. He woke up in Las Vegas this morning with no air conditioning. <laughs> So Andy's kind of hot under the collar, so we'll be looking forward to getting an update from Andy on his as he's banked his way around the different racetracks on the Pray for Your Pastor tour. So that's going to be coming up. And, of course, we do want to tell you, your list of the Christian Car Guys show is bringing the kingdom of God through this automotive platform. And this is a live show, so by all means, we've got lines open. We'd love for you to call 866 7884. It seems like we already have a couple folks who've seen God, so I'm excited to see what they're doing. And of course, you can find out about all this stuff. We have all these tips listed, all this information as at ChristianCarGuy.com. So there's 14 gas saving tips and six insurance tips right there, as well as the Jesus Labor of Love program. So if you know somebody who's in a crisis or car repair, that kind of thing, they need help. By all means, send them to Christian Car Guy. Look at the Jesus Labor Love page where there are car repair places all over the country that volunteer their repair to help these people. And so we always highly recommend that you go, if you're in those areas, and 
patronize those people that are helping out, single moms, widows, families in crisis, as those things go along. So we're going to get to that Jesus Labor Love update in a second. But we got Gail is in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Gail, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. I understand you've seen God. That's what it says here. Yes, I've had the privilege of actually having some sort of interaction with God twice. So mm-hmm. I'm doubly, um, you know, I'm, I'm doubly blessed. Um, the first time I was driving with my two, with actually my three little girls in the back, and we were approaching a um, intersection, and I had the green light, and I was just tooling around, you know, tooling down the road, and all of a sudden I felt, I, I mean, I literally felt um, my car, <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes, sort of hydro aeroplaning, not on water, but just sort of lifted up and easing to a stop. Now, I had the green light. Just as I got to the light, this other car from the opposite direction um, uh, rammed right through the the red light, and um, the driver became was aware of what he had done because he immediately stopped and got out of his car and just said, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Had it been three seconds. Um, difference, my car would have been T-boned right in the middle of that intersection. But the thing, even to this day, I just remember, I don't want to call it surreal, I call it supernatural, um, feeling of that car just being, being taken out of my hands and controlled by something else. Uh, Jesus took the wheel. (laughs) Yeah, that was 30 years ago, and it still brings the tingle up my back. Um, And the the second, I was also on my way way somewhere uh, with my children in the back, and I had to return uh, a party dish to someone who had brought some food over to my home the day before. And... um, I kept on saying to myself, no, I don't have time. And a little voice kept on saying, yes, you've got to drop oh, off. Gail, we're going to have to wait on the other part of that. Can you hang on through the break for us? Because we're dying to hear what happened. Sure, absolutely. Okay, we got to go to a break. But, well, that's happening. You can call in with the time you saw God. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. we got all kinds of tips on your vacation, so stay tuned. Yes, I've added a few NASCAR sound effects <laughs> to the vacation song. As we're talking about some vacation tips today on the Christian Car Guys show, we're going to get to those shortly. But we also we want to hear about when did you see God? We got folks calling in with those stories. It's going to lead up to our appraisal by the Real Black Book uh, on the book of Isaiah, chapter 66. But we need to hear from you. When did you see God? 866 348 Seven eight eight four, and when right before the break we were speaking with Gail, she shared the one time God helped just bring her car to a stop before the car ran through the red light. But we got another story, so Gail, pick us up where we left off. <laughs> um, I was um, 
on my way out with my children, I had a deadline to meet, and um, I had something, uh, a plate that I had to return to a friend, and I kept on saying to myself, no, I don't have any time. And this little voice in my head kept on saying, you've got to, you've got to deliver this, take this back, return this right now. So um, for whatever reason, I ended up obeying that little voice and went to the home of my friend um, to find that she wasn't home. And I'm saying, oh, this was a royal waste of time. As I was about to leave, and I had my children in the car, um, a school bus drove up and um, discharged this little boy who came up the driveway and started knocking on the door. And I said, uh, to him, Paula's not home. And he said, oh, she's supposed to babysit me today. Well, the little boy uh, was known to my children because they went to the same elementary school. So short, long story short, um, I sat on the front stoop of this house with this little boy and my children for almost two hours into the dark um, because the lady had forgotten that she had agreed to wow. take care of this little boy. And so I had the opportunity to make him feel, you know, safe and secure um, until we thought he had no key. He, uh, that was when we did not have cell phones in our pocket. Oh, yeah. um, and I just, that voice in my head, you know, I, I'm convinced up to this day that it was, you know, oh, the yeah. voice of an angel telling me that this child needs help, you know. And the significant part of that story, Gail, for me, is that God gave you eyes to know that, eyes to see that. Yeah. You could see that God was clearly intervening on this little boy's behalf, on his family's behalf, and on your friend's behalf, and on your behalf because you got to see it. That, and and <laughs> you're right. I got to see it, and I'm still seeing and feeling it all these years later. Well, God and, bless you. That was some amazing stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's exactly welcome. what the doctor ordered today. God yeah, bless, bless you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, you've heard from Gail how she saw God. How was it that you saw her? We would love to hear 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Again, we're getting towards our appraisal by the Real Black Book on Isaiah 66, so we're going to be sharing on that in a minute. But we need your stories. But we got to get to these some of these vacation tips, Bill. I know that these folks, there are a lot of them planning their vacation, and so you gave us six tips that you really feel like people ought to um, think about when they are fixing a head off. Yeah. One, one thing I've seen is when you go on vacation and it's a driving vacation, the chances of a windshield breaking or a chance of an accident goes up substantially and you can call and reduce your deductibles just for that trip. So my first recommendation is to consider spending a few extra dollars i mean literally just one or two extra dollars to have those deductibles dropped on the vehicle that you're going to be using and putting all those miles on another thing a lot of companies have roadside assistance on the auto insurance they have 25 miles or 50 miles or 100 miles that you can have your vehicle towed if it's broken down you know, small mileage at home is not a bad thing, but when you're on one of these trips, you might have to have your vehicle towed 75 or 100 miles. 
Or Ooh. even if you run out of gas, or how many times you've been on a vacation, you locked your keys out of the car, and and all those things are part of that roadside assistance, right? So go to the best if you've got a lower level of roadside assistance for those that week or that two weeks that you're traveling for pennies. Increase it to the very best roadside assistance that they offer. Um, there's something called extended theft. If somebody breaks into your hotel room or breaks into your car, your homeowners or renters insurance pays for your stuff, your um, your luggage and your radio and your clothes. It doesn't come under the auto insurance. But if you forget to lock the hotel room or you can't prove that it was broken into, for pennies, you need something stapled on your homeowner's policy called theft coverage extension. There you go. And we got a few gas mileage tips while we're getting to all these tips. If you are headed out on that vacation, I can show you a way. There are several ways you can save a lot in gas. One way that also saves in stress, in my opinion, was when I was younger and we would take the kids, I always tried to drive at night when they would be asleep. So you make less stops. You don't get involved in any rush hour traffic. The cars run better in the cooler air at night. They get better gas mileage. That's all part of the equation. So drive at night if at all possible. Now, I'm not talking about get sleepy or anything like that. Don't be unsafe in any way, shape, or form. But night driving has saved my bacon and a lot less stress. You arrive, everybody's refreshed, and that's all part of the part of the deal. Another huge tip, in my opinion, a really neat idea is to carpool. In other words, have you thought about going someplace with another family that you actually carpool on vacation with, with a group that you really like? And in, in, in the right community, with the right families, Bill's looking at Can me I like I'm crazy. Can I put my kids in their car? <laughs> that might work out really nice. The other thing I would say is that, you know, a lot of people, I see them loading all these drinks and stuff in their car and they're fixing to go to the beach. Are you serious? Do you not realize that every 100 pounds, I mean, drinks weigh a ton, and you can buy all that stuff when you get at the beach. Really, I've checked the prices at Food Line are not any more expensive on those drinks. And so you you paid to tote them all that way as well as having to pay for the drinks. So If I could put my kids in their car, we might not even have to go on the same vacation. We need to hear your God stories. 866-348-7884. We're going to get update on the Jesus Labor Love. Andy's out there sweating in Las Vegas. we got so much coming on. Stay tuned. Yes, once again, I've added <laughs> my NASCAR sound effects to a classic vacation song. Your list of the Christian Car Guys show today, your host, Robbie Dilmore. We got Bill Mixon, our Christian insurance guy, with us. We got Andy Bowersocks on track with Andy coming up in just a moment. But I did want to, since this is the first weekend of the month, I do want to give you an update on the Jesus Labor Love. As many of you know, Vic Hill went to be, our main volunteer went to be with the Lord uh, a couple, three weeks ago now. And so that has left us short as far as volunteers. So if that's something that you feel like you could help us out, if you've got some automotive background and you can make some calls and that kind of thing, that would be huge in our world because we are overloaded. And you can find out all about that again at christiancarguy.com. But I did want to give you an update. We had an amazing story in Lexington, Kentucky. 
where there was a lady whose car was broken down, we actually, it looked like it was going to be eight or $900 worth of repairs. We got in contact with her church. Her church was not aware she had the issues. And the next thing you know, Northside Baptist Church, awesome church, obviously, in Lexington, Kentucky, steps up and helps her out. It was a great, great story. Here in Winston-Salem, Allegrius, which is a place over in Wahlberg, uh, just um, kind of on the way to High Point, they are an amazing car center. I can't tell you how many ladies he has helped. And just this week, I was over there with this lady. She had a horrible transmission leak. And, you know, usually the Jesus labor love is just the parts, not the labor, for cars, people that are in crisis. I should describe what the program is. Jesus labor love is for families in crisis. We get people to donate the labor, but the but the people need to pay for their own parts. Well, Allegri has actually donated the transmission fluid and all this stuff to help get this lady on the road. It was huge. And then Chip's Auto Service in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, stepped up and helped us with a car over there. And then we had this new one, and I need your prayers. She is in Houston. Her husband passed away. She's a widow. He left her with a Jaguar and another car that she's not able to make the payments on. So she's trying to balance this Jaguar that it's almost impossible to get repaired. This other car that is fixed to get repossessed. If we can't find her a way to get some help, we're looking out for churches and stuff to help her there in Houston. But she could require, she could use your, your prayer here. And then Ray's body shop here in the Winston-Salem area went way out, pulled a car from a long way off to help over at all things Euro. And so all these places are out there helping Single moms, widows, families in crisis is through the Jesus Labor Love Program. Find out more about that at ChristianCarGuy.com. Just click on the Jesus Labor Love. Please, if you've got some automotive experience and you can volunteer to make calls, help us. This is really easy stuff. Or even if you just want to pray for these people, you can certainly do that and just volunteer at the Jesus Labor Love. We got Andy. He is on track. Today, he's in Las Vegas. Things are a little hot down there, aren't they, Andy? <laughs> well, good morning, Robbie. Oh, brother. Uh, you know, last week when I when I called in, I think we were just leaving for a three-week. I think I mentioned to you this is the most intense part of our Pray for Your Pastor tour. And so uh, if I remember last week, we were headed to Nashville. But uh, I actually only have a few minutes today. I, uh, I'll give you my, my quick update so far. We, we went to Nashville first. We then went from there through St. Louis, through Kansas City, out to Denver, down through Colorado Springs. And I currently am in Las Vegas, uh, getting ready to take part of a, of a citywide prayer breakfast here this morning. And uh, my part, obviously, will be uh, leading some prayer for local pastors here. But uh, but through this, you know, we're we're are taking a it's time off from our racetrack, and we are staying on track with the Pray for Your Pastor tour for this week, and and probably uh, at least next week, maybe one more week after that, and then we'll get back to racing stuff. But uh, but you're right. You mentioned earlier it was a little bit hot. We're we're in this kind of vintage tour bus, I would call it. And uh, last night the generator kind of quit on us, so uh, it's about ninety one degrees in there when I got up this morning. And I'm sure it was much much hotter last night. So, yeah, pray pray for us. It's, uh, it was a little bit warm last night. And the idea behind praying for our pastors, there's it's it's a huge need, right, Andy? They're they're under such such. A battlefield. Can you give our listeners just that maybe had never heard of your ministry, kind of what you're talking about? Sure, sure. Actually, this has been this has been really neat. Our our ministry, as you know, for anyone that has not heard of us or just tuning into this, is is Energized Ministries, and we provide directly 
uh, encouragement, refreshment, and, and sometimes even recreational experiences for pastors. But, uh, but a bigger part of what our tour is about is really encouraging a nation of Christians and, uh, and churchgoers alike to be just pray, praying, and better returning care for their pastors. And so, so that's what this tour is about. And uh, so we've been literally just praying our way across the country, meeting with local pastors, meeting with some other ministry partners, a lot right here at the Truth Network. And uh, and then today we'll be taking part of this at the city prayer breakfast. And believe me, Robbie, like this is a city that needs it right here. I, I was just out walking around a little bit yesterday, and it's just heartbreaking. And uh, it actually makes me just feel like I want to take a shower, even being in some of the some of the things that take place out here. It's, so uh, it's, today, uh, let's let's pray, pray for Las Vegas today, and let's pray for the pastors of the city uh, this morning through this prayer breakfast. But then, I tell you, they have their work cut out for them, as all of them do. But uh, this is, you know, you know what the nickname of this place is, and it stands true for sure. And what a neat thing he's got! I'm going to tell you this. We told you last week is you can text the word pastor p a s t o r to seven four five seven four. And if you do that, you're going to get a neat prayer every single day. 74574 is the number that you're going to text it to. Again, you can go to christiancarguy.com and just click on that big bus <laughs> that Andy's in, and you can see it right there. Text PASTOR to 74574. Thank you for the update, Andy. And stay, hey, well, stay cool, keep brother. Praying. Hey, keep praying for this generator here, dude. I'm, uh, I'm believing that she's going to fire back up again here soon. So. All right, man. You're on your way to All California, right. too, across the desert. <laughs> you wow. got it. All right, we'll talk soon. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Right, see you guys. Bye-bye. All right, on track with Andy today again. You can see that tour bus and all that at christiancarguy.com. And uh, you can find out about the Jesus Labor Love and all these tips that we're sharing today. But we need your God stories. We're running out of time, so don't keep procrastinating. God put it on your heart to share that story on how you saw God. So call us quickly. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Well, Bill, we got more tips. We got three more that I'd like to share. One is to make sure that you've got that roadside assistance number in your glove box. I've talked to more people that had a problem when they were out on a trip and they just forgot that their insurance included that will bring a gallon of gas to you or will tow you. Keep your insurance information in your glove box. Um, rental car coverage. If you're going to rent a car on a trip, work it all out ahead of time. Get the people you're going to rent the car from. Talk to them. Talk to your insurance company and talk to your credit card company. Don't show up in a foreign country and find out that your insurance doesn't help you there. Or show up in another state to get a rental car and have them stand there and say, well, we got a great rate on the rental car, but the insurance for this thing's going to cost you twice as much as the car does. And finally, and the good news is, if you're in another state other than North Carolina, like if you're in, in perhaps Idaho, it'll just be insurance. It won't be insurance. <laughs> <laughs> well, depends on who you are. Um, one thing you really need to understand: if you ever rent a boat. If you rent a boat, you may not have the protection you think you have. And if you rent a boat, the chances of you having a really big problem is a lot larger than in the car. So if you plan to rent a boat, you need to call and talk to your insurance agent and understand exactly what you don't have coverage for. And, Bill, I just got a text from Andy. 
somebody out there today is got is a prayer warrior because <laughs> he said as soon as i got off the phone with you i tried my generator it started <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's been it, driving it, in the heat and didn't even know he it said cool air, air is on the way in las vegas today so thank you for those <laughs> prayers immediately out there because you're making an impact and again be praying that God will send us, you know, we need the Lord of the harvest to send us a volunteer for this Jesus labor love program. Vic went to be with the Lord. He left a huge gaping opening because he, he was with me in the automobile business for the last 20, 25 years. And so he had a lot of background that was really helpful to me because I got a lot on me trying to manage a lot of different stuff. And so if somebody's got some automotive background out there, they've worked in a dealership and the service department, something like that. And they've got some time on their hands. Like Vic was retired so he could make those calls. And again, we've got a lot of the contacts set up and it's really, I can tell you the person that got blessed the most by the Jesus labor love program of anybody I know was Vic Hill. <laughs> he loved how God had worked through what he was able to do with a volunteer program of that. And so you could get that blessing. Again, you can go to christiancarguy.com. If you click on the Jesus labor love program, or get my email address. Just email me there at christiancarguy.com and say, you want to volunteer, we would love to get your information, love to get you plugged into this phenomenal ministry helping single moms, widows, families in crisis with car repair across the country. So when we come back, we're hoping to hear some of your God stories. Where did you see God? 866-348-7884. that whoever wrote and directed the Chariots of Fire music that you just heard right now would be just absolutely mad at me <laughs> for adding the NASCAR sound effects, but it's, it's, it's so it, it sure points to what I'm going to talk about in our appraisal by the Real Black Book because we're talking today about where did you see God, your God stories, and your story on where you saw God. So we would love, we've got one last segment to, for you to call in. We'd love to try to get your story in, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth, and I want to share one more gar- gas saving tip on uh, you know because we talked about the vacation tips. Car top carriers are wonderful things when you got to have them, but if there's a way you can load your car without using that, those things use about five percent more gas. They really push a gaba air. So if there's a way that you can buy some of that stuff when you get to the beach or to the wherever it is that you're going. <laughs> and not have that car top carrier on, you would not believe what it could save you in gas. And so many times we can buy that stuff when we get there. And so that's, that's my last tip. But Bill, you got a, you got a, a story that uh, you wanted to share. My, my last God, God encounter, my, um, my family has had dogs as long as I can remember. My father-in-law's a vet. It sort of came with the marriage. And we had a King Charles that we'd had for 
many years that passed away a year ago. And my daughter started coming to me, my grown daughter who lives in another city, assuring me that it was time to get mother a new dog, that she just knew that they had to get a new dog. And by that, me had to get a new dog. And they would come in. She would come home visiting. And I'd say, well, where have you two girls been? And it would be, oh, we went to the SPCA. Or we went to look at this dog kennel. Or we went to. So after about two months of this, I was about ready to say, I give up. I give up. And Hannah would say, well, I found one in South Carolina. Or I found one in Tennessee. Or I found one in Kentucky. I'm thinking, golly, if they drive all that way, how do you not pick it up and bring it home? And then if you bring it home and it's got a problem, what are you going to It just was driving me nuts. And I was praying and I said, God, I'm at the end of my rope. What am I going to do? And about a month ago, I go to Sam's and I'm walking in Sam's and there's this lady with six puppies in a shopping cart. She laid down a blanket. There were six puppies standing there. And I said, pardon me, what type of dogs are those? I was pretty sure. She said they were King Charles. I said, do you mind me asking you why you're in front of Sam's with a buggy full of King Charles puppies? And she says, well, I don't mind telling you. My, my husband's in shopping, and I didn't want to wait for him in the car. I said, well, what do you plan to do with those beautiful puppies? It was a type situation. I knew if I picked one up, I was absolutely in trouble. And she says, well, we moved up here from South Carolina, and we're planning on selling them. I said, well, would you sell one today? And she says, well, I don't see why not. So I called my wife, and I said, darling, I'm at Sam's. They have a sale on King Charles puppies. And see, that's perfect. That's exactly a different way that you see God. Well, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure. And you might say, what does it have to do with cars? Well, God's got everything to do with our everyday life. And I have been studying the book of Isaiah for a long, long time. It probably is over a couple years. And I finally arrived at the final chapter. And it's kind of like a book you never wanted it to end. You know, I've been, I've so enjoyed Isaiah this trip through and I'm like, oh man, I'm at, I'm at the last chapter, which is 66 and I didn't want it to be over. But I don't know if you've ever noticed that the Bible itself has 66 books, but so does the book of Isaiah. And similar to the book of Revelation, the 66th chapter of Isaiah speaks of God's final judgment. And there's something quite miraculous about this last chapter of Isaiah. Of course, it's all miraculous. But there's something that really stands out to me that I had never seen until I looked at it this week. And you see, the prophets were seen, are called the seers by, if you meet a, a, a Jew from Israel and you ask them to, to describe their Bible and they tell you the books of their Bible, they call those the seers. They don't call them the prophets. And so Isaiah himself was a seer. And that's that's critical to what I'm fixed to share, but he says, see, the Lord is coming with fire and his chariots are like a whirlwind. He will bring down his anger with fury and a rebuke with flames of fire for the fire with fire and with the sword, the Lord will execute his judgment on all people and many will be slain by the Lord. As I began to think about this fire and this chariot, (laughs) thus, you know, my music now why I picked that. And so I said, well, this must have something to do with Elijah and Elisha, or however you pronounce their two names. I know everybody disagrees with the way I do it. I call it Elijah and Elisha. You call them who you want to call them. 
<laughs> My producer is shaking his head at me. It's from Second Kings. But you remember the scene where Elijah and Elisha are deciding if he's going to get Elijah's stuff. And he says, well, if you see me leave, then you'll get it. And Elijah and Elisha both see at the same time these chariots of fire and horses of fire. And then it says that Elijah goes up in the whirlwind. But what happens after that is phenomenal. He says, and this is Elisha, what I, the, the second prophet, says, my father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. Now that doesn't seem so you know, profound based on the fact that he just saw these chariots in the fire. But the interesting thing is that just a little bit later in 2 Kings 6, we see a similar scene. Only this time, Elisha's servant doesn't see the chariots in the fire, and he points them out to his servant. The ones that are with us are greater than the ones that are with them. And see, Elisha now can see these chariots in fire. Remember, he can see. And so he shares with his servant, who now can see. And interestingly, a few chapters later, when Elisha is dying, Joash, the somewhat evil king of Israel, comes, falls on his face in front of him, and says those same words, my father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. Now, the thing that about that is about that, I went and read a Jewish commentary on that, and they believe, as I do now, that what Elijah, Elisha was saying is that, and now Joash is saying, is that when somebody sees God, they've got the ability to see God, then they now are, the backbone of the warriors of that country. Let's see, like our lady that called in, I, I'm trying to remember her name, when she listened to God and she knew to obey his voice, when she showed up at that lady's door and that little boy got off the school bus, you see, that's the perfect example. She was, at that moment in time, the chariots and the horsemen of her people. And see, when we see God, <laughs> like Isaiah saw God, we then get to be the chariots and the horsemen. We get to be literally the backbone of what protects the people that are in our realm, whatever that realm may be. In, in, in Elisha's case, it was Israel. But in your case, it's your family. And so, Bill, obviously Jesus is about making everything as close to heaven as possible, and that's your desire to make your home as close to heaven as possible. So you needed that King George dog. And so you were the chariot and the horseman of your family in providing the prayer that provided the King George. What a wonderful thought. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful thought. Well, you guys go out there and be the chariots and horsemen of your realm today in the wherever it is that you are. You could be able to get to go and worship God tomorrow in church. And please go to our website, check out the Jesus Labor Love. We really need volunteers. We really need volunteers to pray. We need volunteers to make calls. Again, it's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. There is Karen Mulder's Wisdom of the Wounded, a podcast of previous shows, some amazing miracles. But, uh, you know, if you're one of those people that see God, remember this week, you are the chariots and the horsemen of your people.